Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from all that. Good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> remember, you can listen to me shows again. Yep, they're all saved for you as podcasts at nednatter.com Yep, okay, well, put everything down No, no, everything, I mean you too Come on, it's time for the Ned Nat Show And you can't miss this Here on Two Medicine Farm Life goes on Yep, Elsie's larger than life friend Beyond it, that's beyond it Brandisha Washington Or to her friends BBW Yep, is still taking up A large chunk of me sofa Yeah, well, more than half of it to be honest and all of it at night time, yeah, she's not leaving anytime soon and it's become part of the household now. Oh. Yeah, I'm being forced out of my home. Yeah, boy by day, her and Elsie sit at each end of the oversized lump of furniture, gossiping and eating. When they're not eating, they're planning what to eat next. That's probably the main reason I'm spending not too much time in the living room these days, you know. Mm. Fortunately, being a skinny mucker, there's not much meat on me anyway. I try and dodge the wife for a lot of reasons, but I'd be close to a snack for beyond it. And so, I'm still thinking of expanding my little studio to include some private living accommodation. If you recall, Elsie bought this virtual assistant device from Ding Dang's cold man relative, Billy Ray. Yeah, it's called an Alex. Mm, yeah, you're right, Alex. <laughs> it's been ordering stuff online and the list is not only long, it's bizarre too. I mean, it didn't help that any of the, you know, when all beyond it, sent up the thing a while with a bunch of abuse. <laughs> and we didn't know what to expect, did we? So far we've received a box of eight crucifixes made in China. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, seven Bibles printed in Hong Kong. A year's subscription to the Biblical Archaeological Review. Three holy family figurines made in Pakistan. A box of St. Joseph's, which were supposed to bury in the garden if you want to sell your house made in China. No? Oh, they're made in China too. Right, okay. Six boxes of Frito-Lay snacks. Yep, that's 300 individual packs. Proudly made in the USA. Four truck tyres, made in Thailand, yep. 12 pack of Gorilla Glue, mm. 6 by 2 pound containers of what looked like overcooked peanuts, a case of low sodium soy sauce, a dog training video, 100 feet of elastic and four crime novels. <laughs> Apparently there's more on the way. <laughs> oh dear, well, put it this way, I was right last time. You know, that AI thing, you know, artificial intelligence. Yep, this Alex thing, it's just got the artificial bit. You know, if it wasn't small and electronic, I'd say the bleeding thing's just plain thick. <laughs> this is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can listen to all my shows again at nednutter.com, where they're all stored for your podcasts. So if you want repeats or can listening to me old voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Old Nan and her great drinking, knitting and gambling companion, yep. Yeah. 
<laughs> our other temporary permanent visitor, that's uh, Toshiko Suzuki, my brother Nelson's wife. Heiner's 102-year-old grandmother, yep. <laughs> Mouthful indeed, is still keeping the old hag company, and I don't think she plans on heading back to California ever. <laughs> In fact, her and Nan spent three days at Nan's favourite casino. Yeah, this weekend just passed. They spent the first day and most of the night hitting the loose slots and collecting a surprising amount of loot. See, they worked out a little plan between them. You know, they seek out the older players, usually the ones with oxygen and walkers. Yeah, uh, they've loaded the machine with cash, haven't they? You know, close to a big payout. An old man approaches them quietly and tells them there's an urgent phone call at the hotel check-in desk and it's a life or death emergency. Yeah. Once the person is about 40 feet away, you know, they can't get back in hurry, can they? And old Toshiko sits at their machine and cleans up. Oh dear. So I was hoping with luck they'd be away for like, well, let's say three weeks and not three days. But, you know, unfortunately the casino has been trying to work out Nan's lucky winning spree on the tables from last time. But with Toshiko in tow, I should be talking about old Nan surrenders, not remembers. (laughs) The card counters were working as a team this time on the blackjack table. And after four extremely lucky wins... The old casino asked them both to leave the premises. (laughs) Um, They didn't confiscate their winnings, though, you know, but uh, did take a photo of them. Yeah, the casino mug book will never look the same, will it? You know, the oldest card sharps to date, I reckon. (laughs) I wonder if they end up on the old uh, national don't deal list. (laughs) So, they're not invited back any time soon. That's pretty obvious. Um, (laughs) I knew something was up when the limo carrying the tall crows showed up late on Sunday. And with the trailer smoke and alcohol fumes, yeah, leaving the partially open blacked out back windows. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not deemed as cheating the old car counting lark. No, no, not it's, it's still not a crime. Otherwise I'd have to bail the old bird out. <laughs> or not. Yeah, I do live in hope, don't I? <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Despite her troubles with getting around fast these days, old Nan wanted to give Grandma Toshiko another Florida cultural experience. That's right, last time I took the old bird shooting at Bubba's gun range. And they turned it into a no-go zone. Well, actually, more like a war zone. <laughs> They asked to go again this week, but unfortunately, Bubba's closed the range for a few days. Yep, his eye blood pressure spiralled out of control, and he's home having some R&R and an elevated course of his regular drugs. (laughs) The old doctor's diagnosis is simple. It's called COCSD. The long version of that is Chronic Old Crow Stress Disorder. (laughs) Well, I think I'm having a bit of that. Anyway, this week, old Nan convinced me to drive her and Toshiko to the local alligator farm. (laughs) Yep, they have some pretty big crocodiles there too, by the way. You know, true to form, old Nan discovered the place online. So before going, she proved what a cruel old hag she was and offered to take Elsie's rat dog there for some exercise. Yeah, more like croc food. (laughs) Anyway, the wife was not impressed at all. 
So I took Nan and Toshiko there without any pets in the hope they'd have a nice peaceful day away from the house and gambling. But you know, never a dull moment with them, is there? <laughs> well, I mean, start off they paid extra for a kind of private tour with six other visitors and deliberately held up the entire tour party by walking slower than usual, having to sit down and rest at every opportunity. Yep, doing their old crow routine and exasperating the other visitors while chuckling to each other gleefully like a couple of little kids. The 30 minute walk round ended up taking nearly 90 instead. <laughs> Added to that, I don't think Toshiko should have taken a large glossy vintage crocodile skin handbag for this particular outing. The crocs, alligators and even the conservation minded employees immediately began to look at her in a, well, in a very funny way actually. Yeah. Add to that, the old birds had also paid extra to get up close and personal with old Marcus. Yeah, he's the, uh, he's the biggest crocodile at the place, you know. Once they run usually close to the old mucker, yep, about four feet away, the croc decided to lunge oh. in the bag. <laughs> I don't know if he thought it was uh, a potential mate or if he just planned to snap one of the other two elderly bags in the vicinity. Either way, despite the farm's proud ownership of this magnificent beast and their apparent commitment to animal welfare and international conservation, Old Nan decided to retaliate before a poker face buddy got taken out for lunch. <laughs> yep, she cracked the thing across the nose with a metal termite proof walking stick. And the poor old reptile retreated at speed. I mean the croc, not Nan, yeah. Um, I'm just glad she hadn't brought along her pistol. Either way, the owners were not impressed. You know, the once tame beast is now particularly aggressive towards the older visitors so as it turns out that's another place they're now banned from and all in one week <laughs> this is ned natter here with the ned natter radio show when i'm here you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com elsie and beyond it had their own plans and shipped themselves to daytona beach well yeah, beyond it you know, she's got a friendly delivery guy who kindly put them on his low boy trailer. <laughs> yeah, he usually delivers things like, you know, e excavators, bulldozers, you know, heavy machinery. You know. <laughs> I was delighted they planned a trip out. You know, I was able to get someone in to clean the living room for starters. You know, there are enough crumbs and food pieces lying around to feed a small town for a week. <laughs> on a very positive note, apparently Daytona rolls the record as the shark bite capital of Florida. Possibly even the world, they say. You know, those sharks are as hungry as Elsie and don't even need a microwave. <laughs> she told me they made it close to the waves, but both of them take a very long time to move over the old sand, don't they? You know, because, you know, they get that sinking feeling with every step. <laughs> but once at the waterline, they had a small, environmentally conscious crowd standing around them in no time at all. Yep, first studying them in detail and later trying to push them both back towards the ocean. Oh dear, Elsie just screamed at them. You know, foghorn style, apparently a few ships changed course thinking there was a reef or a wreck nearby. 
But beyond it, oh no, she managed to knock three overeager environmentalists out with a single punch. <laughs> She's like an heavyweight that can't get the winner's belt round her middle, though. <laughs> As you recall, me fireman Ding Dang is now well and truly married to Darlene Freebird. Well, other than the constant nagging and weird pregnancy cravings that send old Ding Dang off to the store at all hours, Darlene Freebird is suffering from antenatal issues, in her case, antenatal, yeah, is, according to Ding Dang, outright anti-social, yeah. <laughs> She's banned him from their trailer and told him to make more money with overtime so they can afford the baby's new things. <laughs> Ding Dang, you know, who's born work shy and thinks, yeah, I'll consider overtime when he just hangs around the farm. <laughs> you know, most of the time I have to go look for him. Yep, follow the beer can trail. On the other hand, we've still got me fireman's little feature. So here's Ding Dang's southern quote. This time it's happy as a dead pig in the sunshine. Oh, it smells pretty bad, I imagine, yeah. Okay, well, uh, this, according to him, relates directly to his spending all day and most of the night around the farm and dodging his new wife. But that's still a bit of an oh dear the baby's due any time now. <laughs> this is Ned Natter with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you. Podcasts if you like, so if you want me repeats, you can have a listen to the old voice all over again. Stop by and say hi. As you'll probably recall, Quinter, me camper, tenant, painter and writer, yep, Multidisciplined is yeah. He's been working on a painting called Strawberries and Coagulate. You know, that's his peaceful partner who seems to have given him some inspiration. While they're, you know, working together on my strawberry plantation. Well, he was still working on this perfect replica of a two-foot-high strawberry when he got a taste of the 17-year cicada infestation. Quinton was away from the canvas a little while. But the cicadas weren't. They loved his thick red oil paint. But couldn't get free after landing on it. <laughs> so he's thinking about renaming the piece now. Yep. Coagulate and the cicadas in a red dress. Mm. They're all pretty much glued to the strawberry as the rest of the canvas is already dry. <laughs> well, next up, I'm returning to the wife's favourite subject. You know, food, of course. Yep, Elsie's private recipes and ideas for cooking. Yeah, those revolting offerings from the swamp. Oh, dear. I cook my own food, as you know, and leave all that to her, you know, in a cosy relationship with a microwave. So this week, Elsie's promised sweet treats on her feature. Yep, lots of sugar. Lots of sugar, and perhaps a little bit more sugar. <laughs> well, now that Lonnie's roadkill is out of the picture, we'll just have to see how repulsive it really is. Here's the next of her so-called recipes, yep. Elsie's cooking cock-ups. <laughs> So, warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process. Yup, usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away. Further the better. This time it's called Elsie's Swamp Pudding Surprise. Oh, not a good start, eh? <laughs> yep, they might be just getting worse after all. 
I thought things might improve, but oh dear, well, so let's see. Elsie's written it all down here on the inside of a torn old cereal box. Yep, it's already a handwriting, all right, with the usual ketchup and mustard stains here and there. Oh, and over there too. Well, anyway, she started out with a big plastic dog bowl, your favourite, half a gallon of milk mixed with eight ounces of cornstarch, two pounds of sugar and a pack of strawberry cake mix. Then she says you add the flavouring, you know, vanilla, um, oh, what on earth does that say there? Vanilla essence, yep. Yeah. Cinnamon, nutmeg, half a pound of chocolate pieces, multi-coloured sprinkles, candied fruit, chopped licorice twizzlers. Hmm. Then, of course, a usual array of condiments. Yep, yeah, that's red food colouring, but, I, you know, it's not really a condiment, I suppose, but it's in the recipe all the same. <laughs> Salt, pepper, and vinegar for flavouring. Oh, she can never leave them again. And she, you know, she cooked it for 10 minutes in the microwave, then stopped and gave it a little stir, then put it back in for another 20 minutes. Afterwards, she shoveled it out, steaming, bubbling, and overflowing, of course, here. A few minutes, it was soon ready to eat, and that's the only time you don't hear a word out of the wife. On the other hand, and you guessed beyond it, just held her nose, rolled her eyes, and kept her hand inside a party-sized tub of honey-roasted peanuts. <laughs> By the way, as I've mentioned before, the Ned Natter show will not be held responsible for the results. No, Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. Not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. But you can find all my shows again at nednat.com, where they're all stored as podcasts for you. So if you want to hear me repeat, or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hello. Old Lonnie and his housemate, nudist swinger old Fred, you know, are absent this week. Yeah, Fred told me he got lots of hits on that swinger and dating website, and it all started with that new header we wrote. Yeah, if you recall, Naked Sugar. <laughs> he arranged a little get-together to pick a winner, I guess, only he can't trust old Lonnie alone in the house. Yeah, it just gets too expensive with him breaking things and doing all sorts of stuff. So, uh, old Lonnie's tagging along to Fred's nudist beach rendezvous. Mm. Fred reckons that while he's otherwise occupied, Lonnie will be happy sitting in the sand trying to catch crabs. Well, perhaps that was either the other way around or I could have put it better. (laughs) On the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, I'll just pick a subject and she's complaining. Me 95-year-old mother, old Nan, miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on me show. Yep. Old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it is. It's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. Mm, big worry. Well, added to that, I read an article about a recent study that proved how old people are more likely to remember things that interest them. You know, it's amazing these folks get grants for these days, isn't it? You know, <laughs> I don't like to remember things that don't interest me either. <laughs> Anyway, Nan does constantly moan about the rising cost of cigarettes and whiskey. I suppose that applies, but uh, this time it's a memory about when she went to get a quote for a facelift. (laughs) And 
she lost it with the plastic surgeon. Yeah. He asked her which face required the surgery. <laughs> yeah, the old hag skin has sagged so much, it does look like she's got more than one face in there somewhere. <laughs> but after the consultation, the old surgeon needed some work done too. Yeah, old Nan wasn't impressed with his rude sarcasm Jesus. and used oh. her knee to wipe the smile off his face. <laughs> You've heard of Grand Theft Auto, but she was guilty of Grand Groin Assault. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me in my shows at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time once again for me book reviews. Yeah, I get my hands on a few and I feature them right here. Just remember, i got a great system. If a book's shite, it goes on my compost heap. Sometimes, if it's really bad, we have to burn it. Middle of the road books go in the giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. Okay, well, because me farm track is still too muddy for the struggling old mail van, I've only ended up with one book again this time, yeah. It got me thinking maybe I should write a book about mud. <laughs> They can't do without it round here in the south, I tell you. Anyway, this book is called Cancel Culture by A-Hole Senior. <laughs> well, I thought it was topical and uh, will be just about this new phenomenon of cancel culture. I'm sure you've heard all about it, but no, it uh, tells you how to become actually involved in cancelling something. Yep, cultural otherwise. It's got chapters and special sections handling all the possibilities, breaking down people, bringing them down, bringing down statues, even entire institutions. All, all you do is, as chapter two explains, find something you want to cancel. Hmm, now I can think of a few. <laughs> a bit of a list, actually. Maybe even including this book, eh? Yeah, but I digress, as usual, yeah. So once you've found something you don't like, you get everyone on social media to start complaining about it. You know, saying how it's either racist, sexist, anti-gay or not green, or all four of them. <laughs> then once you've got 10,000 converts, they convince 10 people each, and it's an 100,000. They convince 10 more each, and there's a million people asking for cancellation. Yep, that's simple. <laughs> got me thinking though if i wanted to cancel social media i'd have to use social media to do it so would that mean it would cancel itself out <laughs> mm, interesting thought eh well i decided to cancel this book then that style yep i'm burning it but i will make a good job of it yep soak it in gas for 24 hours first <laughs> Well, we lovelies, that's all on my book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. All stored as podcasts for you. If you want repeats or listen to my old voice over again, stop by and say hi. I've got a listener favourite coming up now. Yeah, me anomalies from around the world feature. And this time we're visiting Japan. And unfortunately, it's a foodie one. Mm, oh dear, well, I did drop old Lonnie's roadkill recipe, so I thought you'd be missing at least something repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> and it might be worth holding off dinner until the end 
of my show. <laughs> anyway, it's called Shireko, which means white children. <laughs> yep, it's served either cooked or raw in restaurants all over Japan. It's not only acquired taste, yep, wait for it, it's also the sperm sacs of a male cod. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Leaving Asia and heading to England, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. My <laughs> brother Young Buck skipped the USA and now manages the Ponce's farm on his rambling estate. Well, after living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck has picked up plenty of American expressions. He seems to enjoy confusing old Ponce with them. And then old Ponce has to call me for an explanation. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning my special feature right here on the Ned Nat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. Mm. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. <laughs> oh dear, well... Here goes, American for foreigners, with me arrogant British farmer contributor. <laughs> First up, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned, this is Nigel Ponce. I've got another problem for you this time. Your brother Buck has said that we should have a yard sale. Oh, I don't know what a yard sale is. Well, that's easy, Nigel. Let me translate it for you. Yeah, this time Bucks told Ponce they need to have a yard sale, and Ponce hasn't a clue. Well, Nigel, let me explain it really simple for you. You know, you collect up all the trash or rubbish, you call it, yep, in your own garden shed and garage and your, you know, your garage around here, and put it close to the side of the street or road in your case, Nigel. If the trash folks don't pick it up on collection day, you know, the old bin men, Nigel. You post all these little signs around your neighbourhood, pointing the way, and hope the neighbours will actually pay cash for the stuff the trash guys didn't collect. <laughs> and that's it. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. I headed over to me in constant political commentating neighbour old Rush Stonewall Jackson Farm to listen to his latest far-fetched second-hand news from the right of centre and, as usual, all in instalments. Yep, with a weak bladder, he's always rushing off at a moment's notice. <laughs> anyway, the poor old mucker's got his obsessive political agenda, and he? His folks are still working on getting in every possible vote for their mid-term GOP buddies. But now we neighbour old Rush and our new neighbour, Jeremy Sprung, the polyamorous political commentating Democrat ex-TV host, are head-to-head -head in competition for those precious votes. I was going to feature a few words from the Democratic camp across the road with Jeremy. But as Rush likes to say, only a Democrat could be polyamorous, but the old Sprung still doesn't return from Washington, D.C., so, Rush is delighted, isn't he? He's got the stage all to himself again this week. And he says there was a song about partying like it's 1999 or something a while back. <laughs> I 
Yes, I raised my eyebrows. Well, Rush usually listens to country music, see? Anyway, he says the Democrats are running the country like it's 1979. He says, <laughs> when they're finished, there'll be labour shortages, no businesses left, and inflation will be out of control. Maybe there won't even be enough cash left over for a party of five-year-olds celebrating a future burdened with momentous debt. <laughs> Dear. Then I got his standard statement, didn't I? You know, sorry, Ned, gotta go. And that's all the explanation I got on that one. <laughs> so away from partying in 1979, despite rushing off, he called me later in the day with his Tennessee teaser. Yeah, that's his homegrown style of humour, innit? That man is talking with his tongue out of his shoe. <laughs> this time he's referring to our new neighbour, Jeremy Sprung, and his Democratic buddies. Well, I hope Sprung is back next time so we can finally hear it from the other side of the fence. Well, it'll be good for a laugh anyway, won't it? <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. They're all safe for you as podcasts there. So if you want repeats, you can handle listen to me voice over again. Stop by and say hello. Me lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. This time, she'd brought out her two crystal balls. Apparently, each one comes up with a different message and she wants to ask a few questions while I was there with her. Well, I didn't mind watching her playing with a couple of balls. <laughs> yeah, crystal balls, that is. She asked them a couple of important questions too. The first, am I truly happy with me life on the farm? Well, it turns out I'm happy doing me famous radio show, but you already know that. But I'm bored with N farming, bored with Elsie, but happy growing things instead of dealing with birds. Then she asked this question about what the future holds. Yeah, poor Alice got a little bashful, but red in the face too. Mm. She said she needed to cleanse that particular ball before she could get a straight answer from it. <laughs> Coffee and cake, though, was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yeah, I got all here on the Ned Nat Show. And right then, me first item comes from Mark in Missouri. He called me about this news. It's a thing called Metaverse. Yeah, a kind of virtual reality thing. This is the name supposed to be short for a meta-universe, you know. Uh, they get these special goggles and all, you know. So, yes, it's really a big old deal around. You know, <laughs> you wear these things which give you some kind of sci-fi experience between fact and fiction. And that's new. <laughs> Most people don't know the difference now. I mean, take the news, for example. You know, fact or fiction, the same bleeding thing, aren't they? <laughs> Fake news is now regular news. So now you're not just viewing the internet. You're actually right inside of it. Oh dear. Yep, you've become fake news too. You may have even become a fake person. <laughs> My second item comes from Gillian in Gainesville. And she's concerned about this thing called guerrilla gardening. Well, I have to say, aren't we all, Gillian? <laughs> 
important to point out though that's gorilla and not gorilla as in ape she's let me know about all these european folks who think it's perfectly okay to go around the city and start gardening around the existing landscaping they start putting plants and flowers in the tree beds and everywhere you know they even dress funny too most of them do over there well i i had a look at the article you sent me jillian and let's be honest they look more like terrace gardeners to me yeah <laughs> just not very well camouflaged it's funny how they pay all these ridiculous taxes don't they to have the city take care of the landscaping and now they're doing it themselves a few shows back if you remember i mentioned how they were jogging and picking up the trash too now they're taking care of the landscaping what next well, yep, those public restrooms could sure do with a good clean. Any gorilla toilet cleaners out there? Just for fun, I thought we'd throw in a third caller this time round, and it comes from Fanny in Fresno. Well, that's an old traditional name, isn't it? And she's drawn me attention to this thing called Smart Eye. It's designed to go in the latest connected car. Well, basically, this thing watches the occupants. Yep, you. <laughs> and it can tell you when you're tired or if the kids are fighting on the back seat. So basically, when you yawn, it starts chatting away to you and recommends where you can stop and buy coffee right now. Well, I wonder if it'll be something stronger in the future. <laughs> it even plays movies, games and music to shut the kids up. Yep, if they end up sleeping, it turns the movie off and pats itself on the back no doubt <laughs> so i was thinking this is the last thing i'd ever want in my car yeah i've always got the opportunity of taking old nan along if i want something to annoy me when i'm driving <laughs> i don't like the idea of my car keeping a beady eye on me at all yeah. I probably complain when i speed swear at other drivers or, you know, runner near red. <laughs> yep, it signed me up for an anger management course at the end of my journey. <laughs> you know, I was wondering if it even opens the windows when you're fat, you know, or I forgot to ask if it's got a stink sensor built in too. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. It will save for your podcast. So if you want repeats and listen to my old voice over again, Stop by and say hi. Me dubious con man agent 50% has lined me up with a new ad this week and we got something quite different for you this time. It's aimed at a popular subject, yep, home security. So here goes. Are you concerned about your home security? Can't find space for a big ugly guard dog? and need a non-barker that doesn't foul up your pristine yard well try one of our specially trained guard seniors <laughs> that's right we changed them in our state-of-the-art facility to become intelligent miserable and vicious we even teach them not to moan or talk about the good old days when you don't need them to bite an intruder you simply remove their specially designed false teeth and keep them on a liquid diet <laughs> So why not call us today at Guard Seniors Inc, where you'll find a senior to suit your lifestyle. We stock all breeds, shapes, sizes and temperaments. Added to that, we've got a special offer this week only. Buy one of our super cantankerous seniors and get one more at half price. Oh, you can't beat that. 
All the senior, you know, <laughs> to suit your lifestyle is available today. So uh, get your senior on the way. They're guaranteed to keep any unwanted guests at bay. In fact, all guests away from your door. <laughs> we also offer a seven-day exchange plan. Yeah, it's our hard and fast guarantee. We've got easy finance too. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to us now at guardseniordoptions.org. <laughs> you know, that sounds just like the kind of thing I don't want. Oh dear, with Nan and Tashika on me farmhouse, the last thing I need now is another senior to worry about. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show, in which I'm where you dice it, me show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It might be time for some new blood to come down on the farm and give us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat, and without me, your Wednesdays won't be so much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nedmatter.com. Yep, they're all safe for you. It's podcast too. Add to that, there's my social media links. Come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. Hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat that small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, my lovelies.